This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice, and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, loves. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. If you hear a little bit of thunder in the background, I apologize. I'm recording this podcast and it is storming outside and thundering and the microphone might pick some of it up, but I also just kind of love it. You know, I love to listen to the rain outside. It's just like so peaceful and romantic and I don't know. It's just, I love the rain. So I'm kind of enjoying this process of recording while it's storming outside personally. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about creativity and career and insecurity around that and, you know, fear of not making money with your creative pursuits. And trust me, I am all over this one because this has been my experience. I've been through it. I understand what it what it feels like to be an artist, a creative person, trying to make a career out of it, feeling discouraged, um, you know, not knowing what's going to happen and a lot of anxiety around it, which then influences how you feel about your work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I could honestly make so many podcast episodes simply about this subject because it's just so close to my heart, but I'm going to try to answer the question um, within the limitations of this episode. But first, let's listen to the question. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this submission. I was wondering if you had any advice or wisdom to share about releasing shame surrounding money and status. I feel like those two go hand in hand. I graduated from art school a year ago, and I am having a lot of trouble finding meaningful and well-paying jobs as most people do. I feel some regret about the decisions I've made in regards to my career path, especially since jobs in the arts don't pay well, and the ones that do are highly competitive. I value showing up with authenticity, but I feel like this puts me at a disadvantage for getting ahead. 
I find it harder to network and make connections, especially being an introverted person. I also come from a working class family and I have noticed most of my peers from school that have made it in the art world come from upper or middle class families. This frustrates me deeply, but I also can't tell if that feeling is just jealousy. I sometimes feel a sense of being less than people with more money than me, though I know my inherent value is not tied to how much money I make. I'd still like to achieve some financial mobility and stability in my lifetime. Ultimately, I wonder if my efforts to stay true to myself and my values have prevented me from being able to make connections and find opportunities that would open doors for me professionally and financially. I'm looking for any insight you might have and possible actions I can take to work with these feelings. Thank you so much. Hi, my love. I totally feel you on this one and can totally relate. I paid a lot in student loans for an art degree, you know, with very little chance of ever it ever paying for itself in terms of a profession. To be honest, we were raised to believe that we had to go to college and a lot of us weren't privy to how it would impact our future, especially in terms of finances. But as I'm sure you know, it is such a profound experience, especially art school and getting in touch with your creative voice is in many ways priceless. So please do not shame yourself for wanting to do what you love. That's absolutely beautiful and admirable. I want to separate being an artist with making money in a capitalist system because they are two very different things. And when you are raised in a culture that says the more you have, the more you are, it's very easy to equate the value of your art and creativity with how much money you can make from it. But a capitalist system wasn't designed to show you the value of your self-expression. Art is self-expression. That is why there is no good art or bad art in my opinion. There's only what you relate to and what you're inspired by. And the reason why the art world has been a very exclusionary place is because when power is in the hands of an institution that has been mired in white supremacy and patriarchy, the art that is valued are the things that those in power have related to and been inspired by. The self-expressions and perspectives that art critics, producers, corporations, gallery owners, etc., deemed worthy of having a place and having value. And the result has been generations and generations of creative voices being stifled. It saddens me to think about how much beauty and inspiration the Western art world and creative industries has ignored or the people who stopped creating because they didn't think they belonged or couldn't call themselves a real artist just because they didn't pay their bills. When we were very little, being creative for no other reason than to express yourself and to discover things about yourself was very encouraged. But then we reached an age where we were trained to distinguish who was good and who wasn't. Some people kept creating and some didn't. That is the sad consequence of a culture of learned hierarchical beliefs. We take something as sacred and natural as creativity and self-expression and tell people, no, you're not good enough to do that. But all of 
creativity and art is a collaboration with the same divine creative energy that we all share. And it looks differently because it moves through our individual perspectives and experience. But ultimately, we're all working with the same stuff. A lot of this is changing, and now more and more people have access to education, to learning new programs. Shout out to YouTube, who's literally taught me like so much stuff when it comes to software and and the tools that I use to make my art. People have access to an audience now through social media. The gatekeepers have less power. But these beliefs really run deep. And there's a lot that still needs to change. And it's easy to get caught up in being overly critical or not feeling like a real artist because it's not paying your rent. I mean, you wouldn't tell someone who is struggling to find work that their labor had less value than other people, that their efforts, like say, for example, somebody was a a bricklayer and there wasn't any openings for positions. Imagine the bricklayer being like, well, I guess I just, I'm not good enough, a good enough bricklayer. And it's like, no, there just isn't an opportunity at this time. Making money is hugely affected by access, opportunity, and privilege. That is just the reality of the world we live in. But we have to be weary of letting those challenges discourage us from doing what we love. We are the change we want to see in the world. And guess what? There's a lot of money out there to be had. I'm not someone who thinks trying to make money is unspiritual. I think so much of the world's resources have been hoarded by a small majority, and there is more than enough to go around to everybody. In other words, you deserve to live an abundant life, and so does everyone else. And that's the key. So does everyone else. When you understand that, you stop seeing money through the lens of, I'm not good enough, and you start seeing it as Everyone is good enough, and that includes me. And if you have a job that is not directly linked to your art, that job is still keeping that art practice sustainable. It's still paying the rent for the space in which you do it. And that is just as valid. It doesn't have to be a direct link. A lot changed for me professionally when I started realizing that my art is valuable to me because I value me. I value my perspective. I value that moment in time where I was brave enough to let it all out. No matter what it looks like or sounds like, it's valuable because it's just me. It's my voice. And I was able to connect professionally and to collaborate with more people when I started seeing them through that lens as well, when I stopped making assumptions about people who make money being like jerks or something or make assumptions that they only got there because of their privilege, when I started really just seeing the higher self in people and I didn't look at them through the conditioning of my LHBs where I use it as a measurement of my own value comparatively, 
I see the higher self in others and I recognize the unique self-expression is beautiful because they are also beautiful creatures. They are also valuable. And it helps you want to build with them. It helps you want to connect and it helps you see them on a human level. Now, of course, there's gonna be people that don't inspire you, that maybe you don't jive with, that maybe you don't feel comfortable with. And that's okay too. We're not meant to collaborate with everybody. We're not meant to have a relationship with everybody. But I promise you, there's so many people out there just like you, people who just want to be happy, who just want to not stress, who want to be creative, who want to keep growing creatively, who want to have friends that support them in this. And a lot of times we block that from entering our life because we assume things about people, right? We, so we, we hide ourselves a little bit for fear. And I know that you said you're a bit introverted and I'm a bit introverted too, but sometimes we don't realize that being kind to somebody, reaching out to somebody, asking somebody for help, it's a way to show somebody that they have value. It's a, it's, it's an act of kindness too. And our friendship is one of the most valuable gifts that we could ever give somebody. There are a lot of people out here, including people listening to this podcast, who feel exactly how you feel. And imagine just the two of you or the group of you coming together and just letting it out, talking about it. And I know we can get caught up in this rhetoric of networking and stuff like that. But the truth is, we're living in a time right now where things are things are new. We're finding new ways to do stuff. We're we're working, we're creating new structures, we're building a new paradigm. And connecting with other people doesn't have to look like the way that it looks in some corporate office or the way that it looked for our parents. We're, we're doing things differently. There will always be someone with more success, more recognition, more fame, more money. Ultimately, no matter how much success or money you make from your art and creativity, it will never be enough until you realize that you are enough just for being you. You bring value to the places that you contribute because there is no other you. The world needs your gifts and perspective. Take that energy with you to your pursuits, to your job interviews, to your collaborations. Stay open to possibility while recognizing why you wanted to be a creator in the first place because you love it. That's what will keep it sustainable, no matter the ups and downs of a career in a capitalist system. Struggling in your finances is not something to be ashamed about, but we can't stay in that shame space. We can acknowledge the challenges while also knowing we deserve more, we deserve better, and really believing in ourselves. We are the change that we wanna see. And when we affirm our value and affirm everyone else's value, that's what really shifts things. That's when we make radical change. That's when our life changes. Connecting with my higher self was 
such a key in terms of my creative practice and um, my making money with my creativity. I had to really realize that I was valuable, that my, my voice was valuable and that what I brought was something unique. And I know that you can do that as, as well. And it's not about, you know, directly paying your rent with that. It's about sustaining a space for that and continuing to do your practice however you can make that possible. And that's beautiful. So beautiful. There are people who are making a lot of money from art who are very unhappy, who don't actually feel good about what they're making. So it's not money that's going to heal your relationship to your creativity. It might seem that way, like, oh, once I make money from this or once I get that job, then it's going to fix everything. No, that's not true. What really is the healing is from the inside out. Because at one point we can be high, one point we can low, one point we have the job, one point we don't have the job. Life is full of ups and downs. What sustains our creativity, sustains our relationship to our art is remembering why we're doing it in the first place. To express ourselves, to value ourselves, and to collaborate with divine creative energy. And that collaboration is so sacred. So I hope that you find this helpful and I'm wishing you all the best. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I really could go on and on about this because there's just so much there, um, so much healing that I feel like I've been through in the past five or so years around my creativity, realizations that I've had, you know, understanding things like collaborating with people, what my values are, social media, what I should do, what I should not do, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I do plan on creating a online workshop and course about connecting with your higher self and creativity, like a very in-depth one. And that is something that I have planned for the future. So I will definitely let everyone know about that when it is available. Have an amazing weekend. Make sure that you're very kind to yourself very compassionate, get rest when you need it. Your 
expression, your unique self is so sacred and beautiful and such a gift to this world. I love you and so does your higher self. Take care. <laughs>